We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hi everybody, I'm Sophie, he's Mike, and she's Brenda, and welcome to On the Road with Mickey. If you're returning for another adventure with us, welcome back. We are so glad you have returned safely. And if this is your first episode with us and you're new here, welcome. It's so nice to meet you, and I'm going to show you the reins today. First up, we have our cheddar from the Big Cheese, which is basically our Disney news snippets. And then after that, we have our feature topic, which is what we talk about for most of the episode. And then after that, we have our This Day in Disney History, brought to you by me. And after that is our game of Who's Who. And that is brought to you by Mike, my dad. A oh, fair warning, I'm almost never wrong when it comes to this game. I almost always win it. And then after that... Brenda will be giving us a quote from the big man himself, Walt Disney, and it's just going to be amazing. So buckle up, keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the car at all times, make sure you're safe, fasten your seatbelts, all that good stuff, and we will see you on the road. It's time to get going. Let's go! Hey everyone, I'm Mike, and that's Sophie. And that's Brenda. Hi, everyone. And, and we're on the road with Mickey. This is season two, episode eight for February 22nd, 2021. And our feature topic is when Disney goes above and beyond, also known as Disney plusing. But before we get into that, as always, we are going to talk about some cheddar from the big cheese. And there's actually some really big cheddar that we want to go over. So I'm going to start us off, and we're just going to kind of walk down the list, okay? Okay, sounds good. Um, now, from a travel agent and a travel perspective, one of the biggest news items for me is that Walt Disney World has released pricing for 2022. That goes through early July. It's huge for several reasons, in my opinion. One, it gets people excited about taking a Disney trip next year. Two, it gives you a longer time period to plan and pay for your trip. And three, it shows that Disney is looking ahead towards a time when things at Disney will be more normal. It gives, also gives four things. The fourth thing is it gives people something to look forward to down the road. Well, I Not guess sure. I mentioned that in number one. But anyway, um, and as you guys may or may not know, Brenda and I are both travel agents with Pixie Vacations. So if you are interested in starting a discussion about travel in 2022 or even in 2021, shoot us an email. Brenda is over at Brenda at PixieVacations.com, and I'm at Mike at PixieVacations.com. Yep. Yep. Be happy to hear from you. We yep, would. I'm, I'm the only one who's not a travel agent, but then again, I'm only 19. That's right. And moving on, over at the Conservation Station at Animal Kingdom Park, Disney is introducing new 
a new Raya and the Last Dragon animation experience and a sand sculpture. You can learn to draw these new characters from the movie starting today, the day of this releasing, February 22nd. And also over at Discovery Island stage, artists will be working on a 40 ton sand sculpture celebrating the film, which will feature Raya, Tuk Tuk, Sisu the Last Dragon, and Onji. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And my understanding is that the sand sculpture will be there through like near the end of March. So it won't be there forever. But my also understanding is that the animation experience will be there for quite some time. So, so that'd be kind of cool to, to learn how to draw, how how to draw um, mm-hmm. yeah. Sisu or someone. I love those classes. Yeah. Those and great. and yeah, you can watch too. you can watch Raya and the Last Dragon on March fifth, twenty twenty one. That is the release date that it is set for. Mm-hmm. However, it's a Disney Plus premiere access, so you might need to pay money if you want to watch it without going to the theaters. Right. It, for premiere, it would be um, an upcharge, but it is also coming in the theaters, and I'll probably look forward to seeing it in the theaters. Yeah, I like I like the movie theater, so I would probably want to see it there as well. Yeah, I haven't been to a theater in over a year, so that would be fun. Yeah. All right. right. Well, also in Disney travel news, um, Disney released their military promotional tickets, and you can get either a four-day or a five-day Park Hopper or Park Hopper Plus ticket. The five-day Park Hopper tickets are three fifteen plus tax, and the five-day Park Hopper Plus tickets are three forty-five plus tax. The four-day Park Hoppers are two ninety-six plus tax, and the four-day Park Hopper Plus is three twenty-six plus tax. I'm glad they're doing this again for our military personnel. Yeah, me too. I think it. Yeah, I think it starts. You can start using them in early March, and it's through. You can purchase them through. I think December seventeenth. Awesome. So. Yep. And then finally, one more big movie news, and this is one that I actually picked up myself like a couple days ago when I saw it on YouTube. Coming to theaters May 28th is the newest Disney live-action remake, Cruella. Disney released an updated trailer on the 17th, and there is a link to the YouTube video. If you want to go check it out, we will put it in the show notes. Note that this movie does not look like it's necessarily meant for small children, as you will see. Yeah. But my daughter, who's 30 now, cannot wait to see it. <laughs> she is a big Emma Stone fanatic. Yeah. Wow. And I, mean, I mean, it looks really well done. It does. But I think it would terrify four and five-year-olds. <laughs> oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't. I don't think Lindsay, our niece, is going to be seeing that movie. <laughs> uh, probably not. <laughs> to right. be fair, it is based around the villain this time around, and although Maleficent has done that already, Maleficent is still a little bit scary, but it's not really a villain. It's an anti-hero in yeah. those movies. Yeah. So I have a feeling this is going to be pretty scary. We'll see. 
I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm I excited. It's gonna to be go good see. though. <laughs> yeah, I think it will. Uh, just a reminder: you can connect with us on our different channels and different locations. So just check the show notes for all that, and then that brings us to our feature topic. When Disney goes above and beyond, and I'm sure everyone that's listening to this knows exactly what we're talking about, but Brenda, Brenda used a term that kind of threw me and I've, I've been going to Disney for 42 years now. And I hadn't really thought of the term Disney plusing. So, so, so Brenda, why don't you just give us a little bit of information on what you mean by Disney plusing. Okay, well, plusing was actually Walt's word. And, you know, I'm a Walt fanatic. So Walt Disney actually coined the term plusing. And it simply means exceeding expectations or going above and beyond. So he always wanted guests to have an experience that was more than what they expected. So he intended even by not you know, calling people customers. They were not customers of the parks. They were always guests. Mm -hmm. And even in the trainings, guests is always capitalized. I mean, that was very, very important to him. So um, exceeding guest expectations is a standard call to duty for cast members. And Mm -hmm. we, we personally have found that Disney always has thrown in unexpected pleasures or treasures or interactions during our visits. So I'm really glad to be talking about this today. It's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait to hear y'all's stories. <laughs> that Good. is true. All right. Well, thank you, Brenda. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sophie, did you want to start us off? I was actually going to have you start us off. Daddy. <laughs> okay. Well, I have, um, I have several that I've listed in the show notes. So um, just kind of like reminders for me so I don't forget. But the first one actually happened over Thanksgiving. Um, and it involved these eyeglasses. So we were walking. Um, we had eaten breakfast. We, w- we hightailed. We were at the Magic Kingdom. We hightailed it to Gaston's to get Main Street to get cinnamon rolls yeah and it it was it was busy enough that there was no seating inside so we were trying to find a spot to seat to sit and eat and so and and that's of course very important in this masked environment you can't just walk around and eat your cinnamon roll um, Mm -hmm. because you can't have your mess down so we're trying to find the spot and we find a spot and we enjoyed our cinnamon rolls didn't we sophie Yes, and everyone was asking where we got them, and we pointed them to, <laughs> to Gaston's. <laughs> but anyway, good advertising. Yeah, that wasn't the <laughs> that, that's not the story. The what happened though is after we were done eating, we threw out our trash, and um, and I reached up to my glasses, and and the screw came loose, and the lens just fell right out all over the ground. Oh. And I'm like, oh, no. So I got the thing and I, you know, and I'm like, okay, I've got the lens and I got my frames and the, the screw was still in there and everything. Like that, but I had no way of, of screwing it in. So 
um, Sheila and Brenda, Sheila and Jagan and Randy and Sophie went off towards, I think, Haunted Mansion or Pirates. Pirates, I think it was. While Cindy and I went to try and find somewhere that had a little jeweler screwdriver set. And we thought, let's go to the jeweler store on Main Street. And that's where we went. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did not have one. But but they sent a cast member. They told us to hang tight. They sent a cast member. The cast member went all the way up to where you rent the strollers at the entrance of the park. And he went and got a little kit that they have for um, just for that. It had a little lens for magnifying and it had screws and it had the screwdriver and had everything on this little packet. And they brought it back to us and they wouldn't let us buy it and they wouldn't let us give it back. And they just gave it to us and and just said, here, work right here and and do what you did. So we worked on it right in the middle of the display, (laughs) you know, in the store. And we were able to get to get it back together and everything was fine from there. And um, and that was just a great example. It didn't cost hardly anything, I'm sure. Um, But it but it just was Disney going above and beyond and and. We'll never forget that because Cindy immediately after we were done, she put that in our Disney backpack mm-hmm. where it will always be there if we ever yeah. need it again. Or if someone else has a similar thing, we'll have something for someone, you know? Yes, that's awesome. So so that was just a great, a great moment where Disney helped us out, you know, and and they just did it. So mm-hmm. that's the way. So that's my first one. Do we want to just go around the around the table? Um, sure. Okay. Who's going next? Sophie? Yeah, I suppose I'll go next. Okay. And keep in mind, a lot of my stories aren't going to be nearly as good as my dad's since he remembers these little details the most. And I had some trouble coming up with all of these. But... I have to say that the one I remember the most would have to be from Animal Kingdom. Um, My dad and I, we were walking to Expedition Everest, and it was hot, and we were like, you know what? We want some ice cream. So we found this... about that. Yeah, so we found this ice cream truck... And yep, it was right a soft serve. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it was closed when we got there. Well, as soon as we stepped up to it to see, we were like, oh, it's closed. We were going to turn away. And then the cast member came up and was like, no, it's open. And mm-hmm. so we got the ice cream. And Daddy was going to pay for it. And she was like, nope. On the house. This was... Yay. This was... Not this past Thanksgiving, the year before, mm. or the, or two years ago, um, and we were there with Sheila and Jagan and Randy and Cindy and the two of us, and we were like, we want some ice cream. And everyone else was like, no, nah, I don't want any ice cream. I don't want any ice cream. And then when <laughs> we came back, because they gave us the waffle cones with with like you know like a gallon of ice cream yeah. in each waffle cone, and everyone was like, oh my gosh. And then when they heard we didn't pay for it, it was like, wow. 
So we were the stars of the show. <laughs> right yeah. then we were, and it was awesome. Ice cream one to Sophie. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it was so and, good. And it definitely bore fruit. It definitely came to fruition because after we left, a huge line formed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. That advertising works, you That's know. That's right. Y'all are really People good for advertising. People saw that. They saw that <laughs> ice cream, and everyone was like, "Oh man!" And there, were, like Sophie said, there were probably six or eight people waiting in line after we were done to go get ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was so awesome. Good. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> looks so really, good. really good. Yay! Good memory, Sophie. Story. I Yay. love that one. Me too. Mm-hmm. Okay, Brenda, you're up. Well, my first one has to do with my birthday because I have been going to Disney for my birthday every year since uh, since my 50th. So, except for COVID, when I had to cancel my trip this past June, ah. we go every year for my birthday. So, um, you know, when you get checked into your room or you come back to your room and you have this card and it's waiting for you and it's from Mickey and the gang and everybody signed it. Uh-huh. It's just such a nice gift. Can you see it? It's I a can nice see gift. Half of it. Oh. Yeah, I know yeah. the YouTube uh the people who watch on YouTube will be able to see it and I know the other guys won't be able to see it, but um I've gotten cards like this like each year or I've gotten one of these photos of Mickey. We can't see, see it, Miss Brenda. Nope, I'm sorry. Got oh. a photo of Mickey, oh. and it says, enjoy your celebration. And these kinds of things being left in the room just means so much. And I've, I've kept every one. I keep oh. everything. But I've kept every one, and I just love how they always do that because it's such a just such a nice thing to do for people. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things that, that always exceeds my expectations for me. I just love when they do special things for you know, there's kids having birthdays there and people having anniversaries yeah. and, you know, all kind of celebrations. And it just adds to the fun so much. So that's yeah. my first one. Well, yep. Good. Good. That's a good one, Brenda. Thank I like you. It. So. Um, the next, next one, one, the next one took place in the Magic Kingdom as well. I think not all of these took place in the Magic Kingdom, just so you know. <laughs> But um, but this one took place in the Magic Kingdom, and just for the a little context, it took place pre Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom days. Back at the fire station, it used to be you saw all they always had the patches of the fire. Yeah, I took a patch the there from Galveston. Oh, you did, and there's yep. one in there from Wake County, and awesome. um, and anyway, there's um. They have all the patches, but they used to also sell books and things like that in there. And one day we were just went in there and we we're looking around and Sophie was looking at some of the books and she saw a book that she wanted. And and it wasn't that bad. I don't even remember what it was now, but we went to go um, to go pay for it. And the cast member was like, oh, I'm sorry, but the um, but the system is down. And and we can't process your payment. And we're like, okay, well, we'll come back. And she's like, no, no, no. What I mean is the system's down and you don't need to come <laughs> back because we're going to give you the book. <laughs> and so they gave us the book. And Sophie loved the book. And I, I wish I could remember what it was. But it was mm-hmm. just a, it was a little 
kid's book from you know for like a six-year-old or seven-year-old type and and she just really liked it and so i actually had forgotten this and cindy reminded me of it because cindy never forgets anything oh wow and then um as a as a follow-up to that just this past july i had a um an e-gift card and I had it loaded onto my phone so that I could pay for stuff with the gift card. And we went, because um, we had packed sunscreen to take with us. And when we got to TSA, they told us it was too much and they confiscated no, it. No, and more so we weren't ounces. able. It was, it was like oh. cans. And we thought it would be okay because it was in our luggage, but it wasn't. So, so it was confiscated and so we didn't have any sunscreen. So we went into one of the stores at, on Main Street just to go buy, I think it was the Emporium or something, just to go buy some and it wouldn't go through and they kept trying and trying and it just wouldn't go through with the gift card. And so they did the same thing then they, they just comped it out and, and gave us the sunscreen. So very nice, very so, nice. That's just yep. Disney, you know. That's Disney. And you know what? You know what's really cool is it kind of makes you as a guest, it makes you feel really special, but it also brings out the whole pay it forward thing, you know? Yep, it sure does. All right. So, Sophie, what's next on your list? Well, mine has to do with my birthday. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what year it was. I think it was 2009 because okay. we were going we were going to Disney, but it was it was August, I think, not June. We were Yeah, That's that the was the one we had to reschedule. That was the surprise trip. Mhm. Okay. And I think I remember we were staying at the hotel and I was sad because I was like, I was going to be here for my birthday, but now I can't celebrate my birthday at Disney. And I think I remember the lady at the desk said, oh, you were here. You were going to be here for your birthday. When's your birthday? And I said, June. And she said, well, luckily for you, there's a rule here that says you can celebrate <laughs> your birthday up to six months before and six months after and yep. she gave me a birthday pin and it said happy birthday sophie on it and i was so happy Yay! and i've constantly been following that rule ever since then every time someone mentions yep. it's their birthday at disney i say well we can celebrate it year round that's, that's right. right that's you're right. absolutely right that's and a great know, story and it's so cool because you wear your pin and everyone says says to you, even guests, and everyone just says happy birthday all the time. You That's know? right. It's so cool. It is. That's, <laughs> yeah. That Disney community is so awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. So, so what do you have, Brenda? Well, my next one has to do with uh, one of the times we went to Disney World and we stayed in the Wilderness Lodge. They were doing a small refurb. Um, it wasn't 
huge. It didn't affect us as far as our sleeping or anything. They were doing some work outside around the pool and things like that. But we came back to the room and uh, we had a Pardon our pixie dust pen set. And oh, it's wow. all little pens with Mickey and the yep. gang in construction. Ooh. They're all around construction things, and I collect pens. So that was like the sweetest thing ever. The front says, Pardon our pixie dust. And the inside says, Welcome home and thank you for being our guest. We'd like to share our appreciation for your patience while we're working our magic around the resort with these special little keepsakes as a gift to you. And it's, they're just so cute. It's uh, Mickey, Mickey and Pluto and Chip and Dale, and they're just so cute. And that was such a special thing they did to leave mm -hmm. that, you know, to leave that for guests just. It's a special thank you. I mean, who would do that? So right. that's another that, Disney way. And I've got a set just like that Yay. from when I was staying at Coronado Springs when they were working on the tower. That's They crazy. left the same thing. And it I don't remember so if it's the same exact pins, but it was so cool. So um, yeah. And it was just really neat. So it does that, make you feel special, you know, to does. get stuff like that. Very special, yes. So nice thing to do. Yeah. Well, what's your next one, Mike? So my next one, I touched on this last week. Um, a lot of mine tend to revolve around food. I'm not quite sure why. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I hope I'm not stealing any from Sophie. Sophie, if I am, if I start to say something, you tell me to stop, okay? <laughs> Don't worry. I've already looked through a bunch of yours and... The only one I would say you're stealing from me is the Jasmine one. Okay, oh, then I'll let you have the Jasmine one. Okay. Okay, so deal. deal. So this one is not Jasmine related. This one is cookie related. related. <laughs> it's cookie related, and it was the the time that we were eating at Main Street Bakery. And like I said, I mentioned this last week as part of a memory. And... um. And it was the year of the million dreams and the cast member said, who's your favorite character? And Cindy or Sophie said, Cinderella. And, um, and she's like, well, I just happened to be at the castle and Cinderella had this huge cookie for you and asked if I would deliver it to her friend, Sophie and little six year old Sophie or however old she was just was just loved that Cinderella was thinking of her, you know? Mm -hmm. And that cookie was so good. And it was probably about a five pound cookie. Maybe not. Wow. I might've exaggerated, but it was huge. And I think last wow. week I said as big as my head, which is, is not quite as big this week. Cause I got a haircut, wow. but, <laughs> but anyway, it's still big. <laughs> yeah. I'd say about this big, maybe. Yeah. And oh, we all snacked great. on it, and it was great snacking all day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so tasty. Yeah. Making me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do. That's what we do, yep. All right, Sophie. So you go next. Well, I have to say for me that mine, since you've got me focused on food... Uh -huh. It would have to be all of those times when I got 
a Disney birthday dessert when we were eating at a restaurant. Like, I remember the biggest one would have to be, um, I think it was definitely a restaurant in Epcot. Mm -hmm. I think it might have been Oscar Schuss. Okay. And I had not been expecting a dessert at all because I didn't see any on the menu. And then lo and behold, they come out with this beautiful looking chocolate cupcake and you can probably get it at all of the restaurants i'm not gonna lie but this is the one i remember and they sang happy birthday to me and i just wasn't expecting it maybe say that i have low expectations but that's just what it is for me especially when it comes to my birthday and and it was the kind of cupcake you could decorate yourself wasn't it with yes, sprinkles it was. and so forth it was yeah and um i remember a lot of these because i obviously was there for all of them (laughs) but um that is where they oftentimes would also give the birthday card that brenda mentioned earlier Mm -hmm. and that's where they would put it um and so that was kind of cool that that's how they would also give their birthday card with the signatures was at the same time yeah, that's yeah. sweet. That's Very cool. Sweet. And I think that Jayen will agree with me on this one that to her, this is a way that Disney goes above and beyond. This one is a different birthday. It was one where Jayen was there with us. Uh-huh. And we were eating at Via Napoli. And my mom had yeah. bought a birthday cake for me. It was a huge chocolate birthday cake. And Jagan was so sad because she didn't think she would be able to eat it. And then my mom went to her and said, no, you can have some too. This is a gluten-free cake. Oh, and that's great. Yes, How that, sweet. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it may have been the way my mom ordered it. It was the way she ordered it because obviously she said gluten-free. But just the fact that we were able to share that with Jagan because when you look around you don't find a lot of gluten-free cakes so the fact that we could find one at disney no less was huge yeah and i remember jaken's face she was so happy she lit up didn't she yeah that was so much fun you can imagine how many things she's been left out on yeah yep and i think because the cake was so rich and so chocolatey i ended up giving her the rest of my slice it was a it was a great Very cake. Nice. It was that was 2014, and that was for Sophie's birthday for her 13th birthday. That was the trip where Sophie and Jagan and Sophie's other best friend Riley met together for the first time, and um and it was like Brenda it was like those three had grown up together. They yeah. were best friends instantly. That is mm-hmm. and it was so much so it was such a fun trip, you know? And you know, it's just it's just how it is. It's just so awesome great. when things like that happen. So it is. All right. Okay, Brenda. So my next one has to do with one of our Disney cruises. Uh-huh. We went out of Galveston on a five night um to Mexico. It's uh, our anniversary. And on the first day, I had to go to guest services. What did I go there for? Oh, I went there to drop off the pillowcases because you used to could drop off pillowcases at guest services, and then they would have all the characters sign them 
Oh, wow. While you were on the ship, and then they would contact you in your room and let you know when the pillowcases were ready to pick up. So I went there the first day, left the pillowcases, and I met this really, really sweet cast member in guest services named Natalia. And she was from the Ukraine, I think, or, or so, something like that. I think she was from the Ukraine. Anyway, she was talking to me and she said, you know, have you ever sailed before? And we were saying yes. And she said, are you celebrating anything? But, you know, it's like the normal Disney small talk. Like, are you right. celebrating anything? Are you, you know, everything. Yeah. So she was really sweet. We left there. After that, we were completely spoiled because every day Natalia and her team sent something to our room. Nice. Every day. It was either oh, a, a sweet treat or it was a b bottle of wine or something. And it, they mm -hmm. all had cards. They'd say with compliments from guest services or I wish you a magical day. Welcome on board from Costa Maya. Um, she was just the sweetest person ever. And I kept all those cards. They're stapled together. These, all these cards are from one trip. Oh wow. my. All these cards were from things that Natalia and her team left us while we were on that one cruise. That and is it was so just awesome. it was just so magical. It was wonderful. It was so sweet. And that was that was like the best. Well, you know, I really like the seven night to the Eastern Caribbean as far as the itinerary, but as far as memories and just Disney magic, this cruise was definitely the one for sure. Cool. That sounds awesome. So when you said the pillowcases, does that mean you bring your own pillowcases up to them? or? Yeah, they stopped the service, unfortunately. But you used to could take, so you'd, you'd get like, um, you'd take the pillowcase. And I always had like a big package. Of, you know, I'm a pen freak. I have a billion pens, but I have fabric markers. So I would take the thing of fabric markers and the pillowcase and put them in a Ziploc baggie. And during the cruise, they would have all the characters sign them and then put the pillowcases signed in back into the um, Ziploc. Ziploc bag. And, you know, I got them done for Aliyah and McKinley at the time. Cool. So, wow. Yeah. That is yeah, neat. It's really a sweet thing. To, or you can do a mat. I've done mats, too, where you could take them and leave them and the characters would sign. Uh -huh. We've done the mats all around Disney World so we could put a picture inside and everything. Right. But right. it was really... Uh, just the magic on that cruise was unbelievable. I mean, way over the top. She was awesome. just, she was so sweet. Just love her. Hope she's doing well. I know mm -hmm. all those guys don't have a job right now. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> that was a great memory. What's your next one, Mike? So it was 2010. And it was Sophie's ninth birthday. And it was the trip, Sophie, when we took Stephanie for the first time. Yeah. And um, and we were staying at French Quarter, Brenda. Oh, I love French Quarter. And we took the water taxi down to um, down to Disney Springs, Disney Springs downtown, downtown Disney, Disney back <laughs> then. And um, and we were just talking with the with the boat captain. And he saw Sophie's button for her happy birthday button. Mm -hmm. And so he um, wished her, of course, he wished her a happy birthday. And um, and then he and we and she said, thank you, of course. And um, and then right as we were about to just start walking up to the downtown, he said, hang on a minute. 
and he and he called us back and he opened up a cabinet in his in his area um by by where you know the the wheel is and everything like that and he proceeded to give Sophie some things to celebrate her birthday and he decked Sophie out in pirate gear Oh, cute. And she had on a little bandana, and I she had that. she had um just a whole bunch of different stuff, and she he gave her like a plastic sword and all this neat stuff that just really and of course Sophie with the little freckles she was so adorable. So cute, I know. She still is. That's one of the last times I was adorable until after I got out of high school. No, not even <laughs> close. Not <laughs> but anyway, and that was just like it was just like the best thing. I mean, she she wore that like every day. It became her part of her getup for the day That's was right, wearing uniform. her pirate. And so that was the trip and that was the time when he turned her into pirate Sophie. Arg. So cute. <laughs> yeah because one of the things he gave her was like a hook you know oh my goodness (laughs) you know a little plastic hook you know where you you wear it you put it over your hand and you hold it and there's the hook (laughs) yep so it was just so cool i'm like that guy i don't even remember his name but he was so good and it was awesome it was just awesome so good so good it was so. amazing. All right, Sophie, what's your next one? Well, has to be Princess Jasmine, the one oh. that I stole back from you. That's perfectly okay. Go ahead and tell mm-hmm. us about Princess Jasmine. I was, well, it was in Epcot, and mm-hmm. it was over by Morocco, mm-hmm. and we were going to originally walk past that pavilion, I remember, but then my dad was like, why don't we go inside and see what it's about? And it Morocco... Probably was Mommy who wanted to go in and see. It might uh, have anyway. been. It was one of you two. Sorry, I'm going to seal up now. Stop interrupting. Oh, no, it's fine. And we came across this place in the back, and no one was there. It's and... Yeah, it is hidden, but it's also really cool. And there we found Princess Jasmine and the genie. And me, this is very perfect because that year all I wanted was a Princess Jasmine costume. And since there was no one there, they called us over and Princess Jasmine spent like 15 minutes with me and I was just fixated on her. Nothing the genie could do would get me to pay attention to him. It was all about (laughs) Princess Jasmine. And I whispered in her ear that I wanted to get a costume just like hers. I wanted you. (laughs) So cute. If you say so. So cute. Anyway, I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's fine. I'm glad you have that photo because I don't. 
I don't have my childhood <laughs> photos, and that's why Daddy has such power over me because he can show <laughs> those whenever he wants. <laughs> anyway, so you did, and in that, and I think you were telling us that you said to her that all you wanted was a Princess Jasmine costume. That's what you were whispering right when I happened to get that perfect picture. So mm -hmm. that is the perfect. And I got it. I got it. Yeah. And it may have been the only thing I got, but... It was the only thing she wanted that whole trip. Yep, it was the only thing I wanted. And I was walking around, swishing my, swishing my torso to make the little, um, the little... Yeah, those little gold embellishments. Yeah, the little spang bangles on the, um, costume swish and make noises together because it was so pretty to me and i think that's why i wanted it so bad was because i wanted to hear that sound whenever i want i walked yep that and is so sweet it was awesome and yeah. i was so sad when i couldn't fit in that costume anymore or when it got a hole it was one of the two but, but i wore had that it a good long time yeah mm -hmm. I loved it well. That's yep. a sweet story. Mm -hmm. Okay, oh, Brenda. Are you okay? Yeah, you I'm crying, fine. Brenda. You crying <laughs> over Sophie's story? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Well, you know what? I'm glad you like that story, Sophie, and I'm I'm happy you had those happy memories because you're not going to probably like this story that's coming up from me. Uh -huh. And I'm sorry, but. We had a totally different experience, so I just want you to know that up front. <laughs> so this Ooh. was in uh, Disney, Walt Disney World in 2010. We went, it was all the family, like all of us, like my mom, all my, my three kids, Butch and me and my sister and her husband and her two kids. And it was, it was a, such a fun trip. But one of the places we went was to dinner at 1900 Park Fair. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine and Anastasia and Drizella fought over my oldest son it, <laughs> it was hilarious <laughs> they, they kept talking about how he was a pirate and arguing over which one he liked the most and they would keep feeling his muscles and they were, just, they were hilarious so I have some pictures this one can you see that uh huh Oh, you yeah. see that? So they were fighting over him and which one li he liked the most. And they would yell out across the whole restaurant, he's my pirate. He's my pirate. Leave your hands off. And then <laughs> after a while, Lady Tremaine came over and had to meet her soon-to-be son-in-law. <laughs> That's funny. It was the it was hilarious. So when you talk about Disney going over the top, or you know, that definitely was not the dinner we expected when we showed up at the restaurant. It just made everything so much fun. It was oh awesome. wow! It was really awesome. Well, I'm that glad awesome. you enjoyed that. I uh, know, we did. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it more than I did. Because yeah. for those of haven't, who have forgotten, this is a story we throw around a lot. Um, when I went there, I told them it was my birthday. And then they asked today, and I was like, no, tomorrow. And they were like, oh, so you're lying. 
and that just you should that have set her seen. off oh my god you should have seen the that look on Sophie's good. face it was, it was like, like I know you had a bad experience, but we had they so much fun there. They tried to make up for it, though. I yeah, think they, they realized that they went too far with the wrong kid. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. Because then they were like, oh, that's okay. I'd do that, too. <laughs> Something yeah. like that. And then Prince but, Charming came and danced with me, so it was all right. Yeah. Nice. Prince Charming, so that made it better, nice. right, Sophie? Yeah, yep. for sure. Well, but it, anyway, live and it learn. was okay. Yeah, yeah it's right. all right. It was well, all what's good. Your next, oh, your next story, Mike. I have two more. And the first one is at Beer Garden. Um, that was the trip where Sophie and I danced. And that's why it's my background picture. You can I remember that. that was so sweet. But... <laughs> It's not the fact that Sophie and I were dancing, and by the way, for everyone listening, we were the only two dancing on the dance floor <laughs> with everyone watching us. Because <laughs> yeah, I was one of those people. Sophie wanted to dance, and I'm like, "Okay, come on, honey." And so we went and danced, and it was awesome. But what the story isn't about us dancing. The story is about how the cast members and the band and how Disney goes above and beyond and they give that opportunity, you know, they celebrated Sophie's birthday. They, um, cause it was the month before. So we said it had been Sophie's birthday that last month. So they announced that Sophie had had a birthday and they, they perform and they have just such a good time doing that performance. And then they open it up for dancing and it's just like, you know, it's all those little things. It's the little things that really goes and what's make and that's what makes your trip magical is the little that's details, right. you know? So and my other one kind of goes hand in hand in with that. It didn't happen at Epcot and at Beer Garden, it happened at French Quarter. And it was just um it was the year of a million dreams. And um and during that time, every time we would leave French Quarter, the the people, it seemed like that whole week, the greeters were the same two guys the whole week. Mm-hmm. And um, and they were like, where are we going today? And we would say, well, we're going to Animal Kingdom or whatever. And they'd say, well, your best bet is to go take the bus right over here and it'll take you right there. Or if we were going to... Um, to Disney Springs, they'd say, well, go out the water taxi or whatever for the quickest route. But every time they would give Sophie Mardi Gras beads and she would wear them and she'd end up having them like six different, six different things about, about, um, Mardi Gras beads and for the whole week. And, um, Mm -hmm. and then the last thing they did is one time they said, here, Sophie, I've got this to give to you, and it was a ch- it was a charm. Was it a necklace? I think it was, or might have been a pin. But there, but it had two halves, and so one half was for you, and the other half you gave to Riley. Um, and it was so that you know that you two would would see each other as your best friends, you mm-hmm. know. And that and it was so just cute. so cool. And that's just they just gave it to her, you know. So. Things like that. Those are the 
those are the things that really make it, you know, Disney. That's what makes Disney Disney. That's right. Yep. So. And it was amazing. Yeah. And I think I remembered them, them giving like these shiny plastic Mardi Gras coins as well. Right. I forgot And saying that. you could go and make wishes in the fountain because they have a fountain in the lobby and it's beautiful. Doubloons. The, mm-hmm. the gold doubloons, yep. Yep. They were awesome. And then I think I remember, actually, this has nothing to do with Disney, but this was when I was in elementary school. I think I had an obsession with these doubloons, and that's why they gave them to me, because when I was in elementary school, it was St. Patrick's Day, and I had, I was walking around on the playground, and I found this shiny green coin, and it had a four-leaf clover on it. So I was obsessed with finding another. Nice. Yeah. That's good. Sweet. Mm-hmm. And so, do you have a story, Sophie? Well, shoot, Wait. I actually... I was going to talk about Pandora, but I decided no, because that's just talking about Disney architecture and not my personal experience with it. Actually, you know what? I think I will. Okay. That's a good idea. Yeah, because one of the biggest things about the Disney parks is that they are always changing. And when I was younger... I was really opposed to change. I didn't want things to change. I wanted it all to stay as it was because to me it was perfect. Mm-hmm. And when they got rid of Mickey's Toontown Fair, I was so sad. But I really ended up liking the expansion that they made to Fantasyland. Yeah. And so I that taught me to have an open mind. And then when they started talking about the world of Avatar... Well, I wasn't that interested in it, but I also wanted to see what it was about. I thought it was just going to be like, I don't know what I was expecting, but I wasn't expecting what I got with Pandora. I was completely amazed when I saw it for the first time. I guess part of me was expecting almost like a museum exhibit or something about the avatars. I don't know what I was expecting, but I was blown away. And then when I saw it at night, I was even more blown away. Yeah. And it was just amazing. Yeah. So beautiful. So Mm. beautiful. Yeah, you know, going above and beyond, just like you said, Sophie, it's not always just in regards to cast members and guests. It's also about Disney and the experience that their guests have. So, yeah, because a lot of the plussing that they do is during the Imagineering. I mean, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. they do a lot of extra things that people wouldn't expect. I mean, just yeah. look at your background of Sophie's background of Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. And just look at how cool that is. I know. It is so awesome. And it's just so incredible to see, you know? Mm-hmm. And we haven't even witnessed it at night yet. No, we have Because we were there. The first time we saw it was July with your with your FA9 yep. experience. So 
Mm -hmm. And that was also a great example of Disney Plus saying, I didn't expect it to be quite that immersive, but I'm glad that yeah. it was. Yeah. Because well like done, I'm... everything. Mm -hmm. All right, Brenda, do you have another one? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I do. The, I'm going to lump two together because I have, okay. you know, I told you I have a list, but um, these both happened during our trip in 2000. And our trip in 2000, my youngest was six and it was his first trip. Okay. So one of the things that happened was the conductor of the Walt Disney World Railroad chose him to be the conductor. So nice. he got to go up and, oh, wow. you know, drive the train. <laughs> and, uh, oh, my gosh, his face lit up like a light bulb. And after that, um, he got we went to the back of the train and he got to take pictures with the real conductor. And he wore the conductor's hat and they gave him a little card that was a, it's a conductor for the day card. Yeah, I oh, still okay. have it. I keep everything I told you. It's a Walt Disney World Railroad guest conductor. Good for round trip passage through the Magic Kingdom. Have a magical journey. And he. How old is your son now? He is 27 now. So you've had it for 21 years. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then on that same trip, um, Joshua, the same kid, um, got separated from us and it, I think it was like three minutes that we were looking I, maybe three or four minutes we were looking for him but it was the longest journey of my life and he had gone he was by the plaza restaurant and they took him in the plaza restaurant and that was the first time I knew what they do with lost kids and what they do is they tell them oh no your parents are lost it's never the child that's lost it's right. the parents that are lost. So mm -hmm. they helped to find the parents. And then when we got, when we were, you know, with him, they said, oh, look, your parents have been found. And he was okay. But that was the first time I realized that they do that so that kids don't get freaked out. And I thought, you know, for them to have thought of that, you know, it's just another thing about Disney that sets it apart. You yeah. know, mm -hmm. just the little things like that, that means so much. Yeah. So yeah. that that was a great it was great we yeah. found him. <laughs> so relieved. Yeah. <laughs> kind of reminds me of that time when I had a nosebleed in the parks. I hadn't drunk in enough water. Oh, and yeah. so we were riding Winnie the Pooh. I wasn't hurt or anything. I just yeah, I feel bad for the cast members that had to deal with that because they were like, Oh no, is she hurt? And think my parents, amazing as they are, they were like, no, 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 it's it's not your fault. She just didn't drink enough water. And it's it's really amazing how much they care to make sure that their guests aren't hurt or anything. Sure, yeah. They, it's, it's really just, I wish that every place was like that. Mm -hmm. Me too, me too. Yeah. The world would be a better place if every place... Was like Disney. Disney. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. So I have one, um, and it was involving a lot of these involve Sophie's birthday. Um, just because I, we liked to go for her birthday. You know, it's funny how this, this is kind of a side note, but when we first went to Disney, um, you know, the first time, like we said, was when we stayed at, 
at Leanne's timeshare. And then the mm-hmm. second time, and so we only went to Disney like two days. Most of the time we were at the timeshare, you know, swimming in the pool and so forth. Um, and then um, the next time was the next year we took my mom over for a day. And we only went for that one day to the Magic Kingdom. And then the following year was the first time we stayed on property. And that we stayed at Coronado Springs. And we didn't think, okay, we're starting a tradition here of staying yeah. on property and going year after year after year it just seemed like that just always happened and so for from the time of that first trip in 2005 i think sophie went to disney every year until like 2016 or something like that it was it's kind of crazy but for we didn't always go for her birthday and when we, but when we did go for her birthday, they would give us the buttons, and, and of course, and it would say "Happy Birthday, Sophie." And one day, um, because of the heat and the sweat and all that, her her name had kind of gotten worn off. And we were over at Hollywood Studios, and we went into one of the shops just to look around and probably as much to enjoy the air conditioning as anything. Yes. <laughs> and but they had a Disney artist who was working on on some drawings and mm-hmm. and he was so he was just sitting there and people would just look at what he was working on and he saw Sophie's button he was like oh that won't do and so he asked for her button and he took her button and he drew out Sophie in Disney script oh. you know he he cleaned it all off he drew out Sophie in Disney script and then he um, put sprinkles and stuff on it, you know, like glitter and stuff like that, so that it looked like the Sophie looked like it was three dimensional um, on the button. And it was yeah. so cool. It was almost like you don't want to touch it or take it or yeah. wear it. It's like you want to put it in a in a picture frame somewhere, a shadow box for it yeah. to stay forever. It was so cool. It, it was, was just amazing. such a great job, you know and. And it's just like that's what they do. That's what Disney what they does. Do. <laughs> so that's what they do. Yep. Do you have anything <sighs> else amazing. you want to talk about, Sophie? Well, no, aside from me just reiterating this fact right here, I really want a lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to experience that because if it's anything like it was experiencing building my droid FA9, I want a lightsaber. I want a kyber crystal. <laughs> I want to make my own. I want to do the Ilum run even. <laughs> well, just for the record. I know. I'm going to pay for it myself. Well, there's that, that, that for the record. The other for the record is there won't be a crystal. And it won't really be a lightsaber. <laughs> mm-hmm. It'll look like a lightsaber, but it's not a lightsaber. And this is off topic entirely, but I remember <laughs> seeing a meme where Darth Vader is fighting and you can see the shadow from his lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, whoops. <laughs> oh, boy. So, anyway. But anyway, it would be cool though to to build your own lightsaber. That would be really cool. Mm-hmm. So That's I don't know. Maybe Christmas. Better put it on your wish list. <laughs> I said I'm paying for it myself. 
<laughs> anyway, so you don't have anything else? No other stories to share, Sophie? I think I'm running out, no too. No other stories. Okay. Yeah. Brenda, you want to close this out with one or two more? Yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll narrow it down to two, to two more. Um, one was... <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is about my husband. If you know my husband, he's a hoot. But several years ago, we were at Epcot and they had the World Showcase players there in the United Kingdom and they were doing the uh, street production of Arthur's Quest for the Holy Grail. Uh-huh. And they mm-hmm. chose my husband out of the audience to be King Arthur. Nice. Oh my gosh, it was so fun. <laughs> this is I over mean, in the UK, oh right? Gosh. Yeah, yeah. So in this show, it's it's an audience participation show, but it's kind of based like on the Holy Grail, the um, the movie, uh-huh. and they teach the audience members to say things like Grail, 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 huh! you know, things like that during the show. Well, my husband, being King Arthur, had a specific line. So anytime one of the actors said King Arthur, the audience said Long live the king. And my husband would raise his thumbs and say, Yahoo, that's me, baby. (laughs) (laughs) So it was so funny because like 20 times during the show, it was like King Arthur, hail to the king. Yahoo, that's me, baby. (laughs) I can see what's doing that. Oh my gosh, couldn't you? I mean, he loved it. And you could tell how much these guys loved that show. And I think they left. I think they were there until like 2014, but boy, if they start bringing some of these, you know, acts back, they were just so much fun. I mean, they were so much fun and they really, I mean, they certainly turned our Epcot, <laughs> Epcot day around. It made it so much better. <laughs> wow. Well, I, great. I remembered something. Oh, awesome. There you so. go. If I could tell one more and then you tell your last of one close out with that. Mm-hmm. But um Sophie um twice we were there for her birthday. Um actually more than twice, but twice that this happened. And um once it was I think when we went with Anna Jane, Sophie. Mm-hmm. And we were on Main Street and the performers who sing, um, I, I always call them the Dapper Dans, but I don't think that's who they are. I call them the Dapper Dans too. Yeah, but I anyway, think that's who they are. But, well, Lee had told me they were something else. But anyway, um, they sang Happy Birthday to Sophie in front of everyone there. Mm-hmm. But before that trip, um, we were back by Fantasyland and they were performing. And there was. Sophie and another lady who was an older lady who both were celebrating birthdays and they sang for both of them. And it was just, it's just so neat when, you know, when they do stuff like that, just to, to make someone's day, you'll just a little bit better, you know, definitely the Disney way. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that was, I was trying to remember it. Um, and then I forgot it. And then when you mentioned the street performers, it came back to me. I'm like, I better say it now or I'm going to forget it again. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's a great one. And I think there is one that I also have, and they haven't done this in forever. But I remember 
at Disney World and Disneyland, I believe, the Sword in the Stone and Anvil in front of the carousel, mm -hmm. it can be removed. Mm -hmm. And I remember hearing stories about how sometimes people would go up to pull the sword from the stone and a cast member would press a button and they would actually be able to pull it up. And I don't remember what all happened, but I think they were named King of the Park for the day, King or Queen. And it was just so amazing and I really wish I could have done it, but oh well. I think you did do it once. No, I don't think I did. Okay. Well, I think that you did, but that's okay. Um, they made a lot of people's days that way. Yeah, they sure did. Yep. Okay, Brenda, close us out. Oh, well, here's one from 2019. <laughs> At least it's more recent. <laughs> so this was um, McKinley's first fifth birthday trip. I told you we'd take the the granddaughters for their fifth birthday this was her trip and she was finally tall enough to ride everest and and fly to passage on this trip we were so excited she was so excited about that she had waited for those two rides specifically to be able to ride those when she was tall enough so we were in animal kingdom we went to everest and they measured her, and she was tall enough, and we went on Everest, and then we went straight over to Avatar Flight, I mean straight over, to Flight of Passage for our Fast Pass. Uh -huh. And when she got there, they measured her, and they kept pushing down on her head, and they said she was not tall enough. And she was mortified. I mean, she was so heartbroken, and she just... I mean, she just couldn't help it. She looked at me and she just started crying, but she was trying not to be, you know, trouble. You know, she's crying. Right. And then one, this young gentleman cast member came over and, you know, there was nothing he could do about the height requirement. I mean, they're not going to break the height requirement. They wouldn't let her on. So he came over and he bent down and he said, um, you know, McKinley, could you come with me? I have a special place to take you to. And so we were curious and yeah, we said yes. So um, he led, he led her and, and us um, over to the Navi River Journey ride. And he went through the back ways of cutting through the line with us with him and took her straight to the front of the line and told the cast member that um, Princess McKinley had arrived for her special journey and you know, made a big deal about her being able to ride the Navi River journey without nice. waiting in a three-hour line. And, oh, you know, that wow. was just so sweet. And she smiled and she was, she felt like a princess. Yeah. And, I mean, it could have ended up so differently. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was just, you know, she went from totally heartbroken to really feeling special. And that was just awesome. I mean, that was yeah. so the Disney, wow. you know. And he didn't have to do that, and we really, really appreciated it. So whether it's great big things or little things, Disney always throws those little magical, you know, things mm -hmm. in there. It just adds pixie dust to your trip. It's definitely a one-of-a-kind destination. I mean, you know, even dealing with my food allergies, I, I don't trust really traveling anywhere, but I know if I go to Disney, my food allergies are going to be handled properly and mm -hmm. I don't have to worry. It's just a, a one-of-a-kind destination for sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And that um, 
actually brings me to one last story and it happened with a client of mine and um he texted me a picture i won't show it online um but it involved his daughter who is who was 20 at the time and they were staying on property and they were literally waiting for their magical express ride back to the airport and they remembered and found the gift card i had sent them as a thank you gift Mm-hmm. And they, um, and sh- the, his daughter had wanted a stitch stuffed animal so badly and they hadn't gotten it. And they, and a cast member from their resort said, here, I'll go get it and took their gift card and went into Epcot and found stitch and wow. paid for it and brought it back all while they're waiting for magical. Express. Oh my goodness gracious. And wow. when when um when she saw it she started crying tears of joy and he he said they took a picture with the cast member and he said that absolutely made her day and it was to the point that um she got back to college back to her dorm room and stitch was on her bed with her everywhere she went you know that's where he lived was on her dorm on her dorm bed that and is I mean, it's just that's just what it is. Is they go above and beyond. That you know? is great. Yes, that's a great story. So, so I think that's a good one to close with. Yeah. Um. So Sophie. Yeah. This day in Disney history for February twenty second. What are you going to talk about today? Lots and lots of birthdays. <laughs> okay. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to read every single one of them out, but I'm going to go in chronological order and I'm going to wish them all a happy birthday and see if you guys, the listeners, can guess why they are being talked about for this day in Disney history. So, happy birthday, President George Washington. Happy birthday, John Mills. Happy birthday, Paul Dooley. Happy birthday, Marnie Nixon. Happy birthday, Julie Waters. Happy birthday, Kyle McLachlan. And happy birthday, Leah Salonga. Okay. Mm-hmm. And in order, those are from, all of them are February 22nd, 1732. 1908, 1928, 1930, 1950, 1959, um, John Mills was an actor and Disney legend born in, wait, hold on, oh, England. Yeah, I didn't know where Felixstowe was, but it didn't sound like an American city. He was born in Felixstowe, Suffolk, England. Paul Dooney was an actor, writer, and comedian, and he voices Sarge in both Cars and Cars 2. Nice. And... Leia Salonga 
is the voice of Princess Jasmine. Ah. And and also I think Mulan. Yeah. Okay. So those are the three I'm going to talk about. Okay. All right. Well, cool. Mm-hmm. Very okay. cool. And they, yep, and they were all born on the same day. Yep. Different years, of course. We <laughs> <laughs> yes. hope so. Yes, Thank different you, Sophie. years. All of them yes. were. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Sophie. No problem. Well, who's our who's who character, Daddy? He is a dwarf. Guess hmm. which one? Just guess out of the seven? Yep. Out of the seven, <laughs> just pick one. I am leaning towards happy. Nope. Dopey. Nope. Bashful. Oh. Because he fits cute. my personality. Oh, yes, he does. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever you say, Sneezy. <laughs> he is the shyest of the dwarf, and he tends to keep to himself. Any interaction he has may lead to a reddening face, which causes him to hide behind his beard in between giggles. He's a bit of a romantic. And he loves the idea of true love. Bashful wears a green cap and a yellow top, and he has a long beard and a big nose. <laughs> so I just opened the book, and that's who is there. Um, but I also learned some interesting things that the prince has no first name. Yes, I was aware of that. Yeah. And I think we call him Florian. Well, he has no official first name. He mm-hmm. was um, intended originally to have a much bigger role in the Snow White and Seven Dwarfs, but it didn't work out that way. He was limited towards the end, until just the end. Um, but anyway, but Bashful was my who's who character. And then lastly, my Walt Disney quote. Um, And Walt says, this is on the subject of education. Um, He said, there is more treasure in books than in all the pirates loot on Treasure Island and at the bottom of the Spanish main. And best of all, you can enjoy these riches every day of your life. Mm -hmm. And that's absolutely true. That is absolutely true. So... But that wraps us up this week. Um, Coming next week, we have what we think is going to be a fun episode. We're going to have our friend Lee from Disneylandia will be back Mm -hmm. joining us for his second time on the show. And we are going to talk about our favorite Disney collectibles we have at home. And that can be anything you think is collectible is a collectible. So whatever we want, you know, I've got... Um, some cool things that may not be collectible in the terms of value, but they they're still kind of cool and they're collectible to me. So, so I'm I'm looking forward to that episode, and I think we're gonna have a lot of fun. Yeah, we all have yeah. our favorite Disney collections, so we're gonna try, now trying to narrow it down. It's gonna be hard. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 
But anyway, that's the show for this week. So Brenda, Sophie, and I will see you, see you on, on the, the road. road. Bye. Bye.